Welcome back to Rational Retriever Training, a podcast series where we explore the why in retriever training. In this podcast, we're going to talk about bumpers. Bumpers will typically last you for many years, but the question is plastic or canvas, orange, white, or black and white bumpers. Here are my thoughts on bumpers. I like canvas bumpers for quick training sessions in the yard when it's super cold outside. The canvas bumpers are warm from being inside and they'll stay warmer longer. And I think that's a better reward than plastic bumpers that can cool quickly to below freezing in super cold yard training. A couple of disadvantages of canvas are that they get muddy if you're training in water areas. They don't float as high as plastic bumpers, and they typically are more expensive than plastic bumpers. In cold uh, conditions, an alternative to canvas, if you only have plastic bumpers and you want to train in really cold conditions, is to encase your plastic bumpers with thick black socks, and that way they'll be warmer to your dog in yard training in the wintertime. For puppies, I like to start with a small paint roller instead of a bumper. They're inexpensive, lightweight, easy to see, and soft on the pup's developing gums. Later, I'll transition to a small, lightweight canvas bumper, and finally to a heavier, two-inch plastic bumper after the pup is done teething, which is about four to six months. Plastic bumpers for blind retrieve training. Canines have dichromatic vision, so they do not perceive orange as well as humans. We use orange bumpers for blinds because we want to develop a heads up, run to the end of the field type attitude. With white bumpers, a youngster might be confused the first time he runs a water blind in a pond full of white water lily blossoms or a land blind in a field with white rocks. So typically we'll use orange bumpers for blind retrieve training. We typically don't use birds in blind retrieve training because we don't want dragback scent, which would promote a youngster to go into hunt mode instead of thinking, run long to that distance destination at the end of the field. Also, it's easier to see a floating orange bumper in weedy water. So the handler sometimes knows the exact line to that blind where the end of the blind is a floating orange bumper. For walking baseball, I also like to use three inch orange bumpers because the handler needs to know the location of several bumpers and the casts are typically long in walking baseball. Marking. Our club typically uses dead ducks for marks in group training because they're a better canine reward than bumpers. For youngsters, I like to run last so there's lots of duck scent in the area of the fall from previous throws. And that way, when the youngster retreat achieves the area of the fall, lots of duck scent will keep him hunting persistently until success. For youngsters, we also typically walk up closer to the thrower so the retriever learns to focus and run to the mark location and not simply run to the thrower and hunt. The biggest problem with birds is expense. 
they can cost over $30 for a frozen mallard. So we typically use and reuse a duck many times. So use it, freeze it, thaw it, reuse it, freeze it, thaw it, etc. And the duck can last for many training sessions if wrapped in newspaper before freezing and used in landmarks. I like a cardboard beer 12-pack box for the ducks because it fits four mallard ducks perfectly. That way they stack nicely in the freezer and a quick count of the cardboard boxes and you know the total number of ducks times four. On non-club training days, when it's just me and another trainer, we typically use black and white bumpers for marks because the black portion contrasts with the bright sky while the white portion of the bumper will contrast with the dark forest background. Two inch bumpers typically work fine, but for super long marks, we typically use three inch black and white bumpers with black and white ribbons that flutter as the bumper is falling. For super long marks, when the challenge is the line getting to the area of the fall, we will often salt the area of the fall by pre-planting several bumpers in that area. That way, when the retriever gets to the destination, there's quick success in finding a bumper. To help a retriever not to head swing to a shorter thrower, we'll often have the super long thrower throw a mark and then at the handler's signal, repeat throwing a second bumper to the same area of the fall. That promotes focus on the super long thrower and not head swinging to a shorter thrower. I will also use an orange bumper for a very short check down mark where the lesson is to hunt carefully and with great persistence.